This is the What's Next podcast, Houston's number one platform where I invite creatives to share their journeys and give us a depiction of their visions. Most importantly, the last question I'll ask is, what's next? Okay. Mm. Yeah, yeah. What you know about that one, dog? Okay. I, know. I, figured, I, I figured you know that one. <laughs> I figured you know it. Houston, Texas, man, let me let you know this. I finally got the writer. The MC of this record <laughs> on the podcast. Wait for it. This is episode 82. Walk with us. Oh, man. Oh, man. you going to rap? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm chill. I'm chill. I'm chill. I'm chill. I'm chill. I'm chill. Man. Houston, Texas. I got it out in the, in the, in the rest of the track. Yeah. I got the raps. I mean, for the foot of, you know. Right now, I got him out right now. <laughs> Houston, Texas. Uh, we're back in the white room. Welcome back to episode number 82 of the What's Next podcast, a production of Still Visionary, Inc. Oh, man. Easy Eve, man. Talk to me. What's good? Cam, what up? Before we uh, get started with the episode, let's introduce our social media handles so we don't disrupt the flow of the conversation when we get to that point. Okay. Uh, I just, I pretty much... on. on, on I think on every social media, I think I changed it to just straight up Eve Ozude. That's uh, Y-V-E-S-O-Z-O-U-D-E. Um, it's Instagram. That's um, Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like that right now. No doubt. Um, I think Facebook as well. But like, yeah, it's just my government. It's my, my stage name. It's my real name. Vice versa. No doubt. I mean, um, my name is John Ross Dyke the first, and you can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at John Ross Dyke and still underscore visionary. If you would connect with me on LinkedIn, subscribe to my YouTube channel, like my fan page on Facebook, yeah, and visit my website at stillvisionary.com. Directly in front of you I have all my t-shirts that I sell that is now under the merch tab on my website. So you can shop stillvisionary.com slash merch. Shop with me. No doubt. Listen, before we get into this episode, man, I want to say rest in peace. I want to say rest in peace. Rest in peace to um, Rashard Brooks, to George Floyd. Mm. I want to say, say her name. Rest in Mm. peace to Breonna Taylor. Mm. I want to say rest in peace to the late, great John Thompson Jr. Mm. I want to say rest in peace to the legend Chadwick Boseman. Mm. I want to say rest in peace to Clifford Robinson. Facts. And I want to say rest in peace to anybody who's lost their life at the hands of police brutality. Mm. Um, yeah, man. Um, we're here in support of bringing justice to those that have been slain. Let's, I mean, let's keep it funky. Just your general presence and your prowess. Anything you do well is in support and in memoriam. Yeah. Like, you know, just, just keeping just keep going on is, is you know, lit. You no know doubt. Say. It's, it's, you know, no doubt. Your presence, yeah. Fam, um, I was saving this record for you. Well, you know, it's like that. You want to... Listen. You want to stay the mind and so real become physical. This record is so hard. It's like when you're running. <laughs> Houston, Texas, I want you to know that like this man know. right here is one of the greatest it's MCs that thing. I've ever been a... Had a privilege of knowing, shaking his hand. So you get back in motion. It's my man, Easy Eve Saint. This is about a dollar. Let's go. season we are here <laughs> virgo season we are here yeah man um how are you 
I mean, I'm well. Like, honestly, man, you know, it's funny. When I hear songs like that, you know, they never they never leave you, right? You write them right. in a moment, and right. you, they never leave you. But it's funny. It's like, as I look at music now, I was leaving myself little time capsules. Mm. Seriously, like, just things that I had to... Um, to I, I was like, like a <laughs> trail of crumbs. Mm. You know, because... It's just because you're at that moment doesn't mean it's where you're supposed to be. Yeah. But you, you kind of want to remember it. Just kind of remember, you know, yeah. like a little diary. Yeah. Um, when I hear that song right there, that, that first verse, that's crazy. That just, that transported me. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> now, really, it's, it's just one of those things where, you know, and music can do that to you. It's beautiful. Yeah. Because I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't tell you. I wouldn't tell you those things right now. Yeah. Listen, I think it's important, fam, um, in lieu of uh, the passing of the legend, Chadwick Boseman, I think it's important for me to say to you, um, while you're here with us, that I am an absolute admirer of your music. Um, It's a shame that we as a city couldn't put you to the platform that I feel like you deserve to be on. And... Before it's too late, because what I've been seeing is that, like, you hear the stories and the admiration and appreciation that people have for people when they go. Uh And um, one thing that resonated with me a lot was Michael B. Jordan's um, words to Chadwick Boseman. I wish we had more time. So before that time comes, I want to tell you that, listen, I think that you are one of the illest MCs that I've ever had a privilege of shaking your hand. You know what I'm saying? And and you, you know that. You know that. Yeah. And um, if I never get to tell you that, I'm glad that I got a chance to tell you that here. Well, you know, hearing that from you, you've, you've never left me short of love. I'll be honest with you. You've always um, let me know when you appreciate me. Let me know when you don't appreciate me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I, I appreciate that because it's a real existence. But, but mostly, you brought up um, as far as me, you know, I'm not from Houston, you know? Yeah. And I love Houston, and I, I wanted to do my part to add to Houston. But I kind of always knew that it would be a little weird if, if it should turn out that way. It would be a little weird if I was the guy, right? Not saying I would try any less hard, right? Right. But, I mean, I got the towers I'm on. You know, I, you know. Yeah, but I think that, you know, um, it might only be weird because it is Houston. Other places people go all the time and pop. Well, yeah. Well, 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 the thing is that, well, I think I, I took it that you know, I, I, the city needed representation, mm. needs representation from its own, mm. you know. And if if I'm being honest, I love music, but I don't love the rap industry. Mm. I don't love to be a part of it. Mm. I love to participate when I want to participate, and you know, you you really don't want a fair weather guy. Yeah. You know, just dipping in and dipping out when he wants to. Yeah. Because I mean. I know what I'm good at. I know I'm good. It has nothing to do with that. It's just sometimes it's like, fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. I, don't, I don't like the industry, and I didn't mesh well with the industry of it. But no, no complaints, you know? Yeah. I enjoy it. I mean, you you see. Yeah. We're enjoying ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Very um, yeah. If you could define yourself in one word, what would it be? Um, yeah, persistent. Persistent. Like, in, in all things worth doing, I'm persistent. No doubt. Sure, and you know I wouldn't have been able to answer that. Why a while ago? Because I would have tried to find something more, you know, colorful. Or, yeah, you know, but it, it is. It's very simply, I'm just persistent, and uh, I think it's my greatest quality, and also my greatest failure as well. Yeah, you know, I, persistence. Sometimes you just gotta know when to quit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and we'll we'll get to that yeah. because we we'll get to that because um, listen. I have um, had a lot of great interviews on here. Let me not say interviews, but conversations on here. And, um, you know, um, talking to my my business partner last week, uh, Mario Wansa, shout out to my man. I learned a lot from him. Uh, Over the course of your journey, I learned a lot from you. And um, I've had a lot of conversations on here, but I can't think of a conversation that I I was dying to have. I've seen... um, I've seen you on other platforms and I said to myself, I'm ready to finally fix my stuff so that I can, I can get the likes of you and other people that I admire on here. Right. And so, um, 
What do you think that people should take from our conversation today? <clears throat> I'm glad. That's a great question, Jay. Yeah. Uh, you remember, I think, you know, in the ride earlier, I was saying that if nothing else you, you, you get from this conversation, I just want to let you know you have time. Right. You have time. Uh, you know, man, woman, our biggest foe, source of anxiety, just we're constantly at op- in opposition with time. Yeah. Time can be your enemy. It can be your ally. And I hope after this you feel like you have time. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you said that because when you said it in the car, uh, I didn't want to give away my answer, but, you know, um, I've heard a lot of people speak on anxiety. I don't have that. What I have is, you know, I'm wondering when will it happen for me, mm. right? And and a lot of our conversation today, um, I see a lot of myself in you, yeah. right? Um, that, that, that struggle of being an artist, trying to juggle life with that. And later on in the podcast, I want to delve into that and move away from the art, but move into what is sustaining us mm-hmm. in life. You know what I'm saying? But um, I got to, you know, I've had Todd on here. Shout out to my man, Todd. I've had Todd. Tubo on here. Shout out to my man, Danny Ocean. Ocean. Um, but I'll ask you this, because I don't know if I'll ever get candlestick on here. <laughs> and when I was in L.A., I missed free by maybe an hour or so. Mm-hmm. What happened? I think. Let me not say I think. I know now. Before I would have been, I think. What I know happened now is that um, when you have a group of, of people, right, you, you tell yourself, this is how it's going to go. This is who they are. Right. Right? And over the years, you have to give credence to how people change. And it's not necessarily changing for bad or good. It's just that people change. Right? Their, their goals, their outlook may change. Um, me, I'm very, like I said, I'm very persistent. Mm. And I hold people to who I believe they are. Yeah. Now, I don't think that's a bad thing necessarily, but if people don't want to be held to that, you really can't do it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I'm not the right. sheriff. Right? right. Not the energy sheriff. Um, at some point it just gets to, you know, my my fatigue is not greater or more relevant or less relevant than your fatigue. If I feel like I'm doing something, if I feel like I'm doing more, if you feel like you're doing less, if someone decides, hey, I'm tired, I need a break, it's really not my right to tell them, nah, you got to keep going. Yeah. Now, I come from a sports background. I don't really deal with the concept of tired. Right. But people do get tired. Right. And you don't get to tell them they're not. Yeah. I'll speak for myself. I was so invested financially energy-wise and spiritually at a time where, you know, some people got tired that it killed me to hear that somebody wanted to take a break when I was literally spending my livelihood. Yeah. You know, and I took it personally. And I made the right decision, but I think I put the wrong energy into it. And, you know, as I've grown, I've realized that I wasn't very graceful in Mm. that. Mm. But I do feel like I, I, I did what I needed to do. Right. Um. And it, it's it's tough also because I'm the only rapper, right? Right. So it's it feels very, you know, malevolent. Like you, you're doing this, you know, you're breaking it up. And I guess for all intents and purposes, I was, um, but that was never my intention. It was just that I decided to make a decision for myself, right? Um, and I know that there's some resentment that comes along with that, but I think what I could have done better was be more graceful about it, be more explanatory about it, and not as reactive. Right. You know, I had to. You know. Um, just like you, myself, um, last week I was I was talking to my man, Mario, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to bring this type of energy into the podcast, but I had to apologize to him. And in apologizing to him, I had to say that, you know what, I spent a lot of time resenting people. Mm-hmm. And I had to, when I got a chance to see them again, I had to apologize to them and say, listen, from the bottom of my heart, it was only because this is all I thought I had. And... I wanted to make it. And the fact that, that not him, but the fact that the people that I let in did not have that only person that I am still cool with is my homegirl, Takara Taylor, T. Melly, what up? But everybody else, I had to kind of like go back and apologize and say, mm-hmm. listen, um, this is all I thought I had. You know what I'm saying? As an artist, I wanted 
I wanted this bad. And because you didn't exude that same energy, mm-hmm. whenever you were taken away for the benefit of you and not for the benefit of what was going on, because here I put you in a spot to win on my own dollar, mm-hmm. on Mario's dollar. And because you didn't, you didn't, you didn't give that back to me and you had your own way, you had your own plan from the beginning. It kind of just set me aflame. That's a good word, aflame. Right. And so, I, you know, I had to apologize to Chelsea at, at Phil's birthday party last year. Um, and, you know, I told my man, I was like, listen, man, oh, boy, was icy. Man, I really messed up a lot of relationships. That's hard. That's hard to do. It's not easy to, like, actually say that and not, you know, not, not, not for nothing. Um, being accountable is not easy. It's necessary, but it's not easy because you, you at, when you're accountable, you also, you know, become vulnerable. Right. And you set yourself up. Well, not set yourself, but you open yourself up for attacks because people, you'd be like, yeah, and you, you know, but it's a chance you got to take. And it's really just freeing yourself. It's not about what anyone else is going to say. It's about setting yourself free and, and letting them know that, you know, you're aware. Right. Awareness really does clear the, it clears the negative energy in a different way. They may never, you know, fuck with you again. Right, right. But you do clear that negative energy of confusion. Yeah, you know. Yeah, this is just what it was. It was never a personal. Yeah, you know, yeah. Kind of um, I always felt that I, you know. Nobody know who got the cure for two pops of curves that cute drop. Always they felt. Wanted, but who's got the nerve? Ain't too popular getting juice. Wow. Just they giving a chance. Juice box, Surprises. <laughs> What's that guy I gotta remember is even me. It's okay to feel yourself. Oh it's man. Okay to feel yourself. Um, you know, I never said you know, and, and another thing, another form of appreciation that I wanted to say to you, man, in this episode was um when I delved into um production, right? You know, we grow up and we watch a lot of people uh make films and if not for the not for nothing, the acting, the acting is one thing, but how people package it with the score music and everything mm-hmm. makes the production something that you can feel in your core. And, you know, I, I want to say thank you for allowing me to use your music in various forms of the projects that I've had over the past 10 years. Picture me saying no. That's weird. That's weirdo stuff. Get out of it. You know, you know, we get it. You know what I'm saying, and 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 you know, and you, it was it was one of those for sure. Appreciate you. Yeah, I mean, nothing else. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, look, I'm not. Gonna, like, well, I got some paperwork to. Get the fuck out of here, you know, <laughs> you know, it's. Come on. Yeah. yeah come on. Yeah, but I, you know, I, you know, from all the way back to Russell Diaries to the mm-hmm. Who Cares podcast to this podcast to Russell. Um. Yeah. Man, Russell. <laughs> Yo, Mario, you see? Russell. <laughs> Diary. Yeah. Diary. Oh, man. To um, Chameleon Sunrise, where we used, uh, well, Live a Little, we used, man. Oh, my God, man. You're going you gonna to make me listen, man. Live a Little is a, is a, oh, man. Hold on, man. That's a departure from the regular. We, we love it. Yeah, them. man. Oh, listen, man. You guys, yeah. you guys, listen. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, I love it. I wear like every day, every day. Yeah. Listen, man, you guys were magical 
just being in the studio with y'all was was you know a dream come true because we don't have that down here. Well, it was. Looking back, we were just doing what we did. Well, actually, you want to hear? hear go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So I was drunk off my ass in Omar's apartment, um, Midtown, and I remember I was on his Mac, and I actually started the beat. I actually started the beat for this. For this mm. I didn't really have much else to take it for, but I had an imagination. I'm like, you know, we got to do this, but I didn't know how to really you know, get it done. Right. Um, and they let me. You know, the guys didn't. They didn't say get that shit out of here. You know? Right. They, they let me, and uh, it turned into something beautiful. But I think what they knew was that I was trying to get across a point. Right. And I I trusted them to get across their you know their musical uh, what technical ability. Right. But the song was it was I was drunk and I was tired. Right. I was also tired of feeling like, you know, you get drunk, you have a good time, you get a little, little, little smoke in your system, and you get tired of feeling guilty about it. Right. Like, yeah, I'm a little high, so what? Big deal. Yeah. Well, I'm very high. Yeah. I probably won't remember this, so what? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's just it's the thing for people to say, hey, look, cut loose, whatever. No big deal. Still a good guy. Try to be, I don't know, just just live a little while you got the time. Right, you know, not every day, right? You know, you got things to do, um, but live live while you got the time, man, and you know, a little balance. Right, right. That's really what this song was about. And trust me, I was not in. I was not. <laughs> I was, I was out of sorts. Yeah. When I started this. Yeah. I was kind of just like dozing off at the computer. Right. Yeah. Right. And I'm I'm saying, you know, it was one of those things where it was just like. We need a we need a scene. Eve, Eve, Evie, let me hold some. Go ahead. What you need? You send over the MP3s. It's just like clockwork, magic. I don't. Uh, you know, you know. I I think I remember doing a good job. Right. I think I remember trying. I think I remember putting in effort. I don't remember a lot. It was just a big blur of just trying, trying to do my best, and in that, that lack of detail. You do a lot of wrong, you do a lot of good. We just hope that the scales balance out in your favor right. at some point. But I'd be lying if I told you I can remember everything. Right. Sometimes you got you got to remember, but you got to remind me about shit. Sometimes. Yo, you know I'm going to. I'm not gonna <laughs> let you listen. I've always asked you when you're gonna put them back on iTunes. We need them. And, and I, I did. Yeah. I did. And you know there was a little a little static about me putting it on. Um, and I think the interpretation was that I was trying to put it on and like trying to take credit, you know, right. everything, whatever. But I was putting it on at the urging of. Yeah, you know, like, I, like, like. Listen, I'm. I'm just trying to put the stuff out. Yeah, I'm a big um, supporter of people that I know that were getting it, like I was getting it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And and so, um, you were rapping back in the day. I was doing poetry at U of H at all the events yeah, back in the yeah. day. You know what I'm saying. And so, uh, it's one of those things. Like, I am a fan of y'all work. I, I, I will go down to the grave saying that. Well. And, and the reason I can really appreciate that and not feel weird about it is because you were you were there. And I'm not saying, like, anyone who says they're a fan, I appreciate it. But you actually, you saw it. You were there. So I can really appreciate it. And to me, I feel like you're a witness. Yeah. More than anything. Yeah. Like you, you saw you saw it. You were there. Yeah, man, you know. You know. Um, what song's on your mind? Oh, uh, man. So I've been listening to, um, I think it's Bob Dylan. Mm. Um. I think it's change gonna not change gonna come. Um, change is coming. Mm. Um, it's a short song, very simple, but it's it's about the inevitability of when the waves come and wash away what was old and anything that doesn't get with what's coming, you're gone, right? And right. I think that's a perfect song right now, especially coming from him. You know, he a white male, southern. You know, but I think yeah, he's southern, right? Right, and he's speaking about change in such a way where it's like this is not a choice; it's a force in nature. Right, and I just listen to it sometimes, just as a reminder that this is not a choice. This is not a thing of, oh, this election is going to change it. Like, no, no, no. This is happening regardless. Justice will be served. Change is coming, and if right. you don't get with it, you will expire promptly. Right. This world cannot sustain this type of behavior. It's not built for it. It's right. not sustainable. So right. I listen to that song, and it's so simple. But it's so impactful, and it's so permanent. Right. 
that one and uh, Micaela about La Sonora Caruselas. Okay. That's just my shit. Is that Spanish? Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you came off like a Spanish guy. <laughs> no, not really. Like, that's like, I'm constantly playing that. I just need to get going. It's that who? Yeah. It's just, it just gets me going. Real niggas. Listen for me, man. Uh, song that's on my mind. Todd snap. Listen, you said some pivotal stuff in here, man. Man. When you said some of my real ends white. Yeah. Listen, Houston, I promise you. It ain't gonna be all music, even though I want it to be. It ain't gonna be all music. But y'all gotta understand where I come from. Listen, if your kids are listening, understand I had to unleash this. Episode 82 of the What's Next podcast. A creative story. That's not the track, that's my tagline. A creative story. I might let this home rock. I might let it rock. Some of my real niggas white. Well, they can never be a real nigga, right? In light of their work, they might be filled niggas twice. Bite my head off for that. But those who tried to dead me off of black. So I prescribe to no color. Something you should know right off the bat. Back to the bullshit. Part of my back, my back to the bullshit. I'm Jordan like that. Wizard when I wish a nigga would. Whisper from a prince heard that I should. Prince of hell, so my prince of pools. Shout out to the nice guys. Guys. The guy. Yeah. Big Sean just dropped his album. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I'm on this album now. Who the fuck are you? You know my name. You my dame. It's only fair you share, wasn't you? Anonymous before your drama ticks. You figure making a scene to get the problem ticks. You playing politics with a problem kid. And I can't make any promises. But I got a lot of pride so my time is split between. Listen, I gotta hit a third verse, y'all. I'm sorry. But then again, she know what I'm about. What a surprise to be. But the realest of the real We ride, we ride, we ride, we ride, we ride We talking about U of H 2009, 2010, 2008 We ride, we ride I don't fuck with nobody else But the realest of the real We ride, we ride, we ride, we ride, we ride This is my verse, Evie We ride, we ride, we ride, we ride, we ride Real niggas, man I miss my niggas Shooter, RIP. Can't forget my nigga. Show me love in the age. Gun on my waist. Chill me out a little. Put that mud in my drink. Yeah. Blood on my face. The blood on my hands. Magic might see that's my nigga. Dallas might see that's a man. Sleazy me. Southwest Bow. Easy he was out of control. Till candlestick dismantled clips. Barrels barely made it. Bullets hit and bow went through that bullshit with him. Deji got me paid. OG Rossi got me grown. Bumby said I must be hey. Can't have saved me from myself. Or show me something else. Yeah. Oh, let me have my lesson. Justice love me through my hell. I love my niggas. All my niggas, real niggas. Yeah. Throw good son, oldest than my nigga. Jim Kelly, that my nigga. Yeah. And mommy sent me scripture. Yeah. Yeah. Real niggas. Nobody else but the real son. Listen, man. Mm, mm, mm. That was a good one. Yeah. It was a moment. Yeah. Yeah. It was a moment. Um, so fam, you know, when I thought about you and your evolution. Thank right? you. Thank you. Evolution is a is a, yeah. it's a compliment. Thank you. When I thought about you and your evolution, right, um, I pictured myself and I said, you know, um, you gotta grow up sometime. Right. That's dangerous though. Mm. To phrase it like that is dangerous. Right. That's all I'm gonna say. Right. <laughs> right. You got to grow up sometime, right? And um, I said to myself, how long can I sustain? How long can I sustain wanting what can take a lifetime to achieve? 
right? Mm. And mm. I said to myself, and you know, um, I've come through a lot. I, I became an educator. Mm. God said the same. I'm going to be a realtor before the third quarter end, right? I got married. I bought a house, mm. right? And mm. all of that, although those are milestones in a man's life, you kind of want what your heart has always wanted. Passion. Passion. Right. And so I said to myself, will I ever truly be able to let it go? And and when we were driving back here in the car, you said that you couldn't go back to what you knew was keeping you down. Yeah. Um, OK, so ask me a question. And so. Now you're doing I see you on, on, on IG now. You're thriving. You look good. Thank you pulled up in a nice thing. And I said, oh. <laughs> I said, "Ooh, my my brother! Look said, at him! Cut look, it out! Look at him! Look at him! Cut it out!" But how did you? How did you? How did you know that um, you had to let go of music? Best question. So, I didn't. I never let go of the music. Right. The music is in me. You know that. You see me. Oh right no, doubt. no doubt. No doubt. I never no let doubt. go of the music. What I let go was the environment. Mm. And me being who I am and where I'm from, I have my weaknesses, I have my strengths, I have my um, habits. And in, in the environment I was in, for music, it wasn't healthy for me. I didn't know how to exist in it healthily. People could tell you, you know, I was aggressive, easily disappointed, constantly, you know, with unrealistic expectations of people, you know. There was a time I, you know, I thought... Thought it was rap. Supposed to keep it real. Right. I learned that wasn't the wasn't the norm. Right. Very disappointed. Um right. my behavior. I I think I ruined a lot of business with the nice guys. Right. Not a lot, but major business. Be being aggressive with people I felt like weren't treating us well. Right. Now, coming from where I'm from, I was just doing what was you had to know that was coming. You right. Know, that kind of right. Thing. I'm like, you know, I'm trying to be too specific. But right, right, right. You ain't um, got to. Yeah, yeah. Because we can, we can, we, we can yeah. put it together. And I realized that, man, you know, while I am talented, it's a God gift. You know, it's God's gift. Um, maybe I shouldn't be here. You know, I, I just did not agree fundamentally with the business of music. Right. And I found myself drinking more, you know, just, just to cope, just to be around. Right. Um, it's too much. It's like, do you really even want to be here? Right. You know how they say now, uh, I hate it here. Right, <laughs> you know, that right, kind of thing. right. But I love music. Right. So I had to find a way to do what I love and also be where I need to be. And also, in the music industry, I wasn't using all of myself. I'm dynamic. I, had a, I have a lot of parts of myself that I wasn't able to express. So I generally felt stifled. Just, I was I was generally stifled, and you don't realize that until you actually allow yourself the space to do whatever you want to do. Right, and then you realize like, oh, there's other things I'd like to talk about and be and and dress and you know execute all these things. Yeah. God bless the dead. Uh, Chadwick Boseman said, "Sometimes you need to feel pain and sting mm. of defeat to activate the real passion and purpose that God predestined inside of you." Stop playing. Come on, man. Stop playing. Get off my phone. <laughs> Get off my phone. But you talking about this right here? Right there. Stop playing, man. Get Sometimes you need to feel pain and sting of defeat to activate the real passion and purpose mm-hmm. that God predestined inside of you. God bless the dead. Yeah, no, you know, it's, unfortunately, it's, uh, it's a catch-22. I would never purposely subject myself to pain and sting. Mm. It just doesn't make sense, right? Right. But you get the real truth through the pain and sting. Right. Until then, you're just getting it, you know, it's just hearsay. And you're just staying away. Like somebody said, that's a bad block. Don't go there. Right. So you stay away. But you'll, you really can't talk about that block. You don't really know it. And there's also some things you can learn on that block. Right. But everybody don't make it off that block. Mm. 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 But would I ever purposely go to that block? <laughs> no, I'm not going that there. Right. Why would I do that? Right. I just happen to be there. Right. It's you get no extra credit for being a crash dummy. Right. Facts. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> what it is. Facts. You know. So um now presently, what do you what what's your muse now? 
presently. Uh, you said my muse? Yeah. What are you doing now to sustain, to, if not fill the void, um, bring life to 2020, despite all the... Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, man, a, a lot. Well, you know, let me not say a lot, but it's that's loaded. Right. That's one. Um, but I'm going to focus on the part, how do you bring life to a seemingly overwhelmingly dead situation, right? It's that thing I was talking about, um, that persistence, right? You know, they say, uh, I think it was a quote, um, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard, right? Our people, uh, black people, African people, fuck it, people of color, whatever, we want to look at it, downtrodden people. Our skill, we're not just, um, you're familiar with guerrilla warfare, right? Right. Okay, we're not just dancers and athletes and all these things. And, you know, you know some of us are doctors, lawyers. We're, we're a lot of things, right? But one thing nobody talks about is our resilience. And at this point, our resilience is our biggest, biggest attribute. Right. The fact that we can take more than anybody on this planet. We can dance in a hurricane. Right. We can sing in a tornado. Right. You know? And that alone is what rem- reminds me to smile, if I can, if I can remember to, during all this bullshit. Now, the way I'm talking may sound like victim talk, like just sit there and take it. Absolutely not. Right. What I am saying is that there are there's a smart way to, uh, you know, get a result. And there's more obvious ways to get a result. My thing is always never let them see you coming. Um, it's like a movie, uh, Spook Sat by the Door. Mm. Uh, rest in peace, um, Sam Greenlee, who who wrote the book. And when the movie came out, was banned by the FBI. I think it was like 1969. And basically, if you're black in America right now, and you don't realize you're at war, you're in trouble. Now, if you do realize you're at war, then that means you'll do whatever it, it takes to be successful and survive the war, to win the war. And to win the war, there's different levels of uh, defense, right? You know, in a war right now, you got got intelligence, right? You got people on the ground, you got Air Force, you got got all types of, you know. There's no room for ego. In war, I think we need more duty. Right. We have to be more dutiful. And we have to find ways to camouflage ourselves. Because that's what we do in war. Don't let them see you coming. Right. So the spook who sat by the door, when he's sitting there with the, you know, my thing is the guy in the room that, you know, be in the room with the janitor, being there with the mop. Right. While they talking all that shit, they not they don't think you anything. With the mop in there cleaning, but your ears is open. Right. So the joy I find is anytime I talk to another black man or a black woman, child, you know, whatever, is when I hear them feel in that sense of duty. And however you feel that sense of duty, I can't tell you what to do with it. Right. But you take it into whatever you do, into, into, your, into your, uh, you know, your, your, your leg of the armed forces. Right. And you, and, you, and you mobilize there. But we built for it. Just remember that. Right. At this point. And today <laughs> is uh, September the 3rd. 2020, and I believe we have 119 days left in the year. What do you hope to attain in 119 days? Oh, man. Um, 119 days. Honestly, I kind of skipped over the year. I kind of just, I was just talking to my lady earlier, and I kind of, I was, I was ready in next year. Mm. And 119 days, I kind of, I want to close out strong. I think that sounds a little, a little cliche. What I want to do is I just want to make a few things right. Uh, business-wise, I want to go into the next year um, with a lot more, um, how should I say, social media or just, you know, media presence. Um, I'd like to be the person or, or, the, or the individual that our community comes to for honest, transparent advice and loans, you know, as far as mortgages right. come because we're, we're generally disenfranchised when it comes to uh, um, mortgage, home mortgages, like, you know, home financing. Um, we, we don't know 
Um, and we kind of count ourselves out. We're underprepared. We're, we're just generally not getting the best of the mortgage industry. Right. I'd like to be the person, whether you actually get the mortgage with me or not, who can, you can actually say, well, he told me the truth. If you're not going to do the business with me, at least let me arm you for whoever you go to do the business with. Right. Um, because I do feel that I need to fulfill a purpose. I do feel a sense of duty, and I part of me not doing music was that I felt like I wasn't being a serious man. For right. me, I didn't feel serious to myself. I felt silly. Not because music is silly, because I know me, Eve, Songoli, Kenna, Ozude, needed to be doing more. Right. It's war. Right. <laughs> I would like to make you know, a few I, you comments. You know, I had to play this record. Right? <laughs> Concerning the difference. Oh man, we, the we, I, played, I played the hell out of this the record. Negro revolution. I played the hell out of this record in episode number sixty-six, Bloodshed of my podcast, which is now streaming on my website, SoundCloud for now, Spotify for now. Apple Podcast For now I'm not going to 2021 the same way Houston, Texas, walk with us When it rains and pours Let me change the forecast, Lord Give me the strength, hurricanes and more If hurricanes are all that remain in store for me Dang, I guess I'm a bang bang some more Remember days of your disdain for the Lord But shit changes never There's no way impossible No way possible That this man let me lower it. <laughs> I give a fuck a fire quiet to wishing. Niggas dying if they try my position. I envision benevolence for the hell of it. Endless malevolence for the smell of it. Do you know the scent of bloodshed? I hate to talk over Malcolm, but it's no way possible that I would have this man on my podcast, the man who's let me use his music, the duration of my production yeah. life, yeah. and not play some of the stuff that yeah. I feel I grew up on. Yeah. Houston, Texas. To know yeah. me is to love me. Yeah. And I love Eve, yeah. so you gotta know Eve too. You gotta love you me. I'm no Fred Hampton Jr., but a Fred Hampton shooter would have been at my I would have been clapped the river. I ain't been laddies, dude. I never crashed without the tool. A nigga did dirt. We're pushing up grass and petullias. Revolution revolves around execution. Not involved, gotta execute them. Can't resolve, so it's death they choosing. I can solve it. The solution is all about retribution. Yeah. When it's scourge of the justice, yeah. just what they deserve. Then justice is served, not destitution. Okay. Evolution prevails, the ills of what ails. The desolate set precedent. Uh -huh. Wanna get to the root, check the president. Check the president, nigga, forget hesitance. One man can't do what seven can't. But never feel under man. Understand what is heaven sent is definite. Easy Eve, man. Um, I feel like we haven't scratched the surface, but I, I, I don't want to be the guy who is hanging on to um, the past. I don't want to talk about the nice guys no more. Y'all will always be, y'all always be legends to me. I appreciate that. Always. I appreciate that. Um, but like I said, I had to have you on here, man, because um, it's only right. I think that you're a staple in my career. You got you got to understand. This is, I mean, I, I think on the internet they say you're give. This is giving me life. I think that's what the the term is giving me life. I, I'm here for it. It's the candor for me. All right. of the all of the uh, the in, internet um, phrases. I got to be honest with you. I put my head down and I work. Yeah, that's really it. I don't really have much else to do. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I get very involved. I'm, I, you know, people have um, what's it, ADHD or ADD, whatever. I don't suffer from that. Right. Like you know, I put my head down and work. Be it writing, be it mortgages, you know, be at the parties, putting whatever. I just I forget to eat. Seriously. Right. And I just you know I pick my head up and it's like oh it's evening. I, I should probably drink some water and get a bite. Right. You know, um. So anytime someone reminds me and stops me and be like, yo, I appreciate something you did, I'm like, thank you. Sometimes I need to be reminded because I, you know, we talk about time as an ally, whatever. I just, so much time has passed me by while I'm doing. I didn't really um, take time to sit back and be like, oh, wow, you did something that matters. You know, appreciate yourself. Right. Right. 
so what I told what I told you about yeah. being more detailed. Yeah, I've decided that time was getting. I was getting this type of anxiety because like time was moving so fast. I don't have enough time, and life dealt me a few blows to where I had nothing but time. Right. But to look at myself and it's tough. Your conscience is loud. Your demons are loud. Right. It's rough. But you can slow down time by being detailed, paying attention to what you're doing. Do it well. If you did it well yesterday, do it better. Do it more often. Add something else. Your right hand's good. Work on your left hand. You know, you add, you add, you add. And you get so much out of the day. You're waking up at 6 a.m. every day. You got all your work done by noon. Right. It's noon. You're like, oh. I can actually go outside. I mean, I could, I could, I could really, forgive me, I could go fuck off or I could do some more shit. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, that's how you slow the day down. And I had to do that for my sanity, man. Like, for my sanity and to save my own life. To save my own life, I had to, you know, I had to kill myself. I had to kill a version of myself that wasn't serving me. Uh, a, a version of myself that, um, you know, I put on a cape for myself, man, in, like in Queens. I was scared every day. Scared every day. Didn't even really realize it, but I became the thing I was scared of in order to not be right. the victim. I'm really big on not being a victim. Right. And uh, I think it's just now I'm realizing you know, I could... I think it's safe to take it off. Right. You don't got to be that. You know, and I got so good at it that I forgot that, you know, I'm capable of a lot more than just being a, a tough guy. Right. You know, um, and I'm happy now that, like, that's why I said I had to kill myself. Like, literally. The version of myself that I knew, I had to just curb stomp it. It's raw when you wake up. It's raw when you come to. It's like, shit, you know, I don't know this guy, but it feels more natural. Right. I'm not pressed. So any any type of con, you know congratulations I get now I really feel because it was at a time when I look back I feel like I didn't even like myself. So I didn't even I wasn't even congratulating myself. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, um, I acted like I did because I didn't want to seem ungrateful. Right? You win an award, uh, but I didn't really. I wasn't really fucking with me. I'm, I'm glad you are, but I'm not. So. Now I can actually feel it. Right. I took off the, the Kevlar. Right. I mean, so right. thank you. Seriously. No doubt. Yeah. Um, most importantly, the last question I'll ask is what's next for you? Um, so actually I I gave you a little bit of it. I right. wanna, you know, right. what we gotta do. But um it's not very exciting. What's next for me, man, like I'm really I re- I really wanna build a family. You know, I have my lady, I love her to death. Um I have my family. I really just want to, you know, get family closer. Um, just really get this money in, get this money in real, real, real big and real tight. Keep it in the family and just be fruitful and just, you know, you know. Let me tell you something. So a lot of shit I didn't really know existed until I watched TV, like sitcoms. Right. And I used to look at sitcoms and be like, man, these niggas eating. They eating together. You know, it's sunny out. It's sunny when they go outside. It's, you know, I'm just like. People, people be living like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, people really live, right, you know. Right, right, And now I'm just kind of like, I've decided that that's what's important. I've decided that my children, my future children, my woman, my family, my mother, my brothers, my sister, everybody gets the best now. Everybody gets the best, and we work for it. So what's next for me is not even a career move. But what fuels the career moves is the life stuff. That's why I really don't get tired. I, like I told you, I was just kicking it with my nephews and my niece. Mm-hmm. It was doing backflips off my stomach. Yeah. I mean, you can't really get tired when they need, you know, they need stupid-ass toys and, and shit. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm right. Like you, I mean, you know, um, but, you know, my, my girl, man, like I just, uh, she fuels me. Like I look at her. And she trusts me. Right. And she needs me to be the best man I could be. Right. Like, just a better dude than the best guy. Right. And I'm with it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, yeah. I'm with it. I'm like, yeah, let's let's get it. Let's do that. Yeah. That's what I'm here to do. That's what's next. Fam, um. Come on. Chaining day? Yeah, man. You know, you know, uh. <laughs> 
I do this thing on this podcast, yeah. man, where I give yeah. an exclusive SVI t-shirt. That t-shirt. This is exclusive. I don't see this on the table. Oh, wait, yeah, it's not on the table. It's not on the table. It's not on the table. And this and this one right here, they're both black and white because you can't miss with those colors. Yeah, you can't miss. <laughs> don't know. <laughs> you can't miss with the black and white. So I have to I have to give those out to every creative that comes on this podcast, man. To you, man, I owe um, something more than I can pay in money, man. Come on, they owe me money. And uh, you know, uh, when I make it, we all make it. And so you know, shopstillvisionary.com/slash/merch. This is my man, Easy Eve Saint two six five. You know what it is, man. Oh man, um, I'm here, baby. My name is John Ross Dyke the first. Yeah. Yeah. To the love of my life, yeah. Kizzy Ross Dyke, I love you with my yeah. heart and soul. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm trying yeah. to be a better man. Yeah. The yeah. best man for you. Yeah. Houston, Texas. This is episode number 82. Shout out to all the Virgos. I do what I do for myself to prove that I can do it for others. See you soon. Hey, go. Yo, I feel like 95. Sachi on my body. Biggie, chicken, puffy, all that ballin' is a hobby And I'm wildin' in my wallies And them valleys, no Pilates More way get you more wet Now that's these Bumanti I kissed y'all with that I saw the sign like Ace Space That Ace is making crack me like Cheers to the money guy The Willie nigga Who buy them bottles And then they spill these liquors Yo, yo, salute my dude I see you, dog. Five bottles, one dick Why I need you? I know I'm out of line, but love is shower time. You know it rose rain. Get off that high ass hussy. This a private party. Been on my dick too long. Your breath on private party. You gon' be nice and naughty. These walls on prices are This the upper crust. Fuck this up. Overcoast. Gets me did it again. Sipping with no remorse. We gon'